history Don't know much biology Don't know much about a science book Don't know much about the French I took But I do know that I love you And I know that if you love Welcome back. I hope you're having a great Monday morning and you had a wonderful weekend and getting ready for the week ahead. Thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. I have the Chamber Connection with me this morning, Todd Thompson, President and CEO with the Greater Pensacola Chamber of Commerce. For more information, you can head on over to PensacolaChamber.com. And his special guest, Keith Leonard, superintendent of schools, because school is going to be here before we know it, literally in the blink of an eye. Right. Um, so it's great to have y'all this morning. Good morning. Morning, Tammy. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. So we're going to talk about back to school. Yes. So, yeah, it's uh, it's right uh, in front of us. And actually today, um, so everyone knows, the back to school sales tax holiday begins. So you can do your shopping for the next two weeks for back to school tax free. So make sure you take advantage of that. Uh, But today we've got, uh, as Tammy said, Keith Leonard, uh, superintendent of schools for Escambia County here with us just to talk about back to school, all the things that are happening uh, as we lead up to the beginning of school. So Keith, welcome. And uh, first, just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and, uh, you know, just uh, let us know about you. Yeah, no problem. First, thank you for having me on today. Um, I wasn't born here, but when I was one year old, we moved to Pensacola. That would have been 1964, so that'll tell you about how old I am. (laughs) Um, Both of my parents are educators. My dad was a principal. My mom was a teacher. Um... So really, my whole life has been about education here in Escambia County. I attended elementary school, middle school, and high school, and then eventually had to come home to UWF, so I ended up graduating here in Pensacola as well. Then in 1986, I started my educational career at Pine Forest High School, probably the best job I ever had. I was a social studies teacher, an assistant coach, got to do things that I really, really loved day in and day out. Then... um, Three years later, uh, was I had the opportunity to go back to my alma mater, the high school I had graduated from, which is Tate High School. And I spent 18 years at Tate High School teaching, coaching, uh, helping out in the dean's office, doing some athletic director duties. And then in 2003, in fact, December of 2003, I took on a job with the school district. Uh, the title of it was chief negotiator, but dealt with all type of labor relations. Um, managed our substitute employee system really a great learning experience and then in 2007 i became our director of human resources and then in 2020 i became our assistant superintendent for human resources and then just recently our school board ended up placing me in the appointed position of superintendent so we're excited about what's fixing to happen getting ready for school to start our teachers re- will return August 2nd, and um, then our students will be here August 10th. Right. Thank you for having us this morning. Yeah, absolutely. And so you've had the opportunity to really see education in Escambia County from all different types of perspectives. 
from being a student all the way through teaching and, and being in the administration. So you've had the opportunity to really see all aspects of it. You know, some people at the supper table, they may be talking about the football game or uh, the movie Barbie, <laughs> whatever it may have been. But right. at my house, it was 24-7 education. So right. yeah, I would say I've been pretty entrenched in what goes on in trying to educate 38,000 students. Right, right. So, yeah, you mentioned teachers come back on the 2nd and then yes. students on the 10th. So talk about that process a little. What, what do teachers and administrators do to get ready for, for well, the hopefully, students? That's a great question. Hopefully this summer they took some time to recharge. Mm-hmm. Uh, 178 days of school goes by really, really fast. Right. But it is quite straining uh, when you think about the responsibilities that our administrators have, the responsibility that our teachers have. Uh, bus operators, food service. We're really a, a pretty large business right. in ourselves. Um, but hopefully they took some time to recharge, re-energize themselves. We talked to them in early June about you, we, and them. Take care of yourself so you can take care of the we, which would be the teachers and the support staff at, in, at your school. And then ultimately, so you can do the most important thing, which is take care of our students. So uh, I will find out tomorrow if they were all able to do that. (laughs) Our um, administrators conference for professional development will start tomorrow. It will be all day tomorrow. And then we will pull in another group on the 26th uh, for additional training. Uh, You can imagine all the different things that they need to be prepared for as we hit this new school year. And then on August 7th, excuse me, August 2nd, when our teachers return, we have six days of preschool. There'll be a lot of professional development provided during those those days. There will also be time for them to be able to do the things like work in their classroom, mm-hmm. prepare bulletin boards, conduct orientations for our students, and then ultimately get ready for the first day of school, which will be August 10th. In preparing for that first day of school, you can only imagine what's going on behind the scenes. You'll begin to see the big yellow buses out on the road, mm-hmm. practicing right. the routes, uh, tens of thousands of miles each day that those buses travel. Uh, some people may say it's uh, disorganized chaos, but I can assure you it is organized chaos. <laughs> right. They spend a lot of time preparing those routes, making sure that they're traveling during the busiest times of when the routes are going to be run, seeing if there's road constructions, di- construction excuse me seeing if there's things that they need to do to perhaps uh, tweak those routes so that they're more expedient i would ask that as we enter that august the 10th date and we do begin school that uh, our citizens be diligent on the road looking for those big yellow buses Mm. Uh, make sure that they are safe Uh, i think there's actually a new law that it could be even uh, more severe if you don't stop when you see the bus arm go down. So let's make sure that everybody's doing so. It's We're ready. Um, our food service workers will have a few extra days of pre-training as well. So we got to get them there. We, we, we got to get them ready to learn and we got to get them fed and then we need to get them home safely to our parents. So all of that preparation is going on right now so that we can start and be really, really good come August the 10th. Right. So, Right. So, yeah, there's a lot of behind the scenes, a lot of moving pieces that that uh, the public always doesn't always see. 
to make sure that things do run smoothly and and that when the kiddos are there they're there to learn and um that's That's where the focus is so um anything new this year that uh people need to know about any kind of new programs or things that are that are happening that uh that we might not know about we our school board just approved a five-year strategic plan okay and the key areas of focus are students employees leadership business and community um obviously the way in order that i just read those off to you students are our first priority right um in talking to you, Todd, knowing that you're from McClay High School right there in Tallahassee, this acronym may not be the acronym that you would wish we would use, but we're using the acronym SEC. <laughs> so if you're to Auburn or Alabama, uh, Florida, you're okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a Florida guy, so I'm good. Well, all right. It's students, employees, and community. You will see that the decisions that we make from a leadership all the way down to our school level will be based in that order. Um, as far as anything new, we're looking at going along with that strategic plan. We're looking at concentrating on behavior, uh, attendance, and stability. Um, when we talk about behavior, you got to have kids acting right. People, on, I think kids still understand expectations and consequences. Um, I think our parents will appreciate us making sure that we have good, positive behavior occurring in our schools. And then attendance, you get them acting right, you got to have them there right. for them to ultimately be able to do the thing that we're all about, which is succeed academically and then ultimately succeed in life. And then stability, we're looking at recruitment, uh, retention, and morale. Well, for recruitment, we're not just trying to recruit good quality employees, we're also trying to recruit students. Mm-hmm. Um, we want them to be in our public school system and then we're looking at being able to retain those students. We're also looking at being able to retain good quality employees. Right. Um, you know that in the market that we have today, it is an employee market. Uh, we want to make sure that we are their employer of choice. And then for stability, we're focusing on being able to make cer- certain that we do some things from a morale standpoint. We'll be having a back-to-school cookout. Oh, nice. Here very soon for individuals that work for our school district at the Spencer Bibbs Professional Development Training, the J.E. Hall Center, and then the McMillan uh, building. It's coming up early next week before we actually kick it off. Um, Morale is something that's really, really hard to measure. We'll conduct surveys, employee engagement surveys, parental engagement surveys. But, you know, you can tell a lot about somebody just by – the emotion that they wear on their face. Absolutely. Uh, so we'll be looking for smiles. We'll be looking for positive relationships. Um, that's not necessi- necessarily something new, but it is what we'll be focusing upon. So I right. really appreciate you asking that question. Sure, sure. And on, uh, you know, the jobs front, I'm, I'm assuming y'all still have jobs open that you need to have filled. Um, as of the last board meeting, I want to say we were around 72 instructional positions, basic and exceptional uh, ESE student uh, positions that we need to fill. Uh, the last word I had on bus operators was if we had five more, we'd be able to fully run uh, the four-tier system that we have, okay. which is really a, a lot better number than we've had in the past. Good. 
food service, we're close to being fully staffed. Custodian, I want to say 10 to 15 more there. Uh, we still need some HVAC mechanics. So if you know anybody looking to be a HVAC mechanic, send them our way. Okay. But we're probably, not probably, we are in a better position currently than we've been in since uh, COVID, since the start okay. of COVID. That's good to hear. Coming back strong. We're excited about that. Good, yeah, because I know that's always a concern. I hear about it pretty much every day that there are businesses that have, you know, pretty much every business in town, it seems like, has positions to fill. So I know that's... And we're been, no different. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know that's been a, a challenge as well, but it sounds like uh, at least moving in the right direction. We definitely are moving in the right direction. Um, you can go to ecsd.fl, go to our website. Uh, all of our jobs are posted there. Um, I want to say that admin and professional, like I was, uh, those positions as well, like I was telling you at the onset, we are a small business. I mean, mm-hmm. we have accountants. I would say you're a large business. <laughs> we have, we have accountants. Um, we, we have technology positions. Right. Um, we have quality assurance positions. We have all different types of places that if you want to get plugged in and you're looking for a fulfilling career, I've done it for 37 years. Right. Um, we are the place to be, so Absolutely. let me know if you need any help on that. Okay. Uh, so you, one of the areas you mentioned was community, and uh, a focus is engaging with the community. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm going to ask from kind of a couple different perspectives, but one, um, how can the business community and uh, the school district work better together? All of our 52 sky, school sites and centers – uh, are in need of business partners right so we would like to see any business that so desires within our community partner with one of their local elementary middle or high schools it will be both fulfilling to you as the business owner and be rewarding but it will also benefit the students and the faculty and staff at those school sites um, the Escambia County Public Schools Foundation where you and I were just at an event a couple of weeks ago right is a great way to get plugged in not everybody can be involved we understand that sometimes there's time constraints but everybody can be supportive so if there's a way for you to be able to support the Escambia County Public Schools we would ask for you to do so Um, volunteer and or mentor at one of your local schools Uh, you can go to our website and you can look up Wanda Kotick Mm who is our community and volunteer coordinator or if you want to get involved in the foundation, you can go to our website and look up Joe MacArthur. She's the executive director of the Scambia County Public Schools Foundation. And uh, there are always way that, ways that you can get plugged in and help one of our schools. Yeah, it's something that's very important to me at the chamber is that we help with that, that we help get the word out. So you know, any materials that you have that we can distribute to our members. Uh, but I think it's important it's an important conversation. So the business community knows what assets you have and what things are available for them to be engaged with. And then that y'all know what the business community needs in terms of workers and training and that sort of thing. We look forward at the Escambia County Public Schools, Todd, working hand in hand with you and our local chamber to make sure that there's good open chains of communication, um, that we are a partner right. with our business uh, businesses in our community. So you can look for us to be calling upon you, and you can call upon us. Great. Look forward to it. Um, 
Can we get an update on on Warrington? What's yeah. what's happening there? In fact, um, middle of the day when uh, I get back to the office, I have a meeting today. We've been having one weekly with the uh, with the staff that are in charge of opening Warrington Prep, um, the new charter school on the old Warrington Middle School campus. I want to say that they're still in the same mix that we're in, looking for eligible certified teachers. Um, if someone's interested in helping that community, uh, you can reach out to Dr. Erica Foster, the, the principal there at Warrington Prep. Um, thankful to say that the school is in really good order. Um, I want to say that last week during our, our weekly meeting, they have around 660 students enrolled. Okay. Uh, hopefully all 660 of those students will show up because, right. you know, it's one of the first times, it is the first time that it's ever been done in the state of Florida. It is a charter school with an attendance zone. So those Warrington students that lived within the Warrington Middle attendance zone still have the opportunity to go to school at a local school. It's just run now by Renaissance Charter. We seem to have a really good working relationship with them. Good. Um, as school begins, they, they'll be no different than any of our other 52 school sites and centers. There'll be things that we need to do from a school district to assist. There'll be things that they need to do uh, to assist us. So I look forward to a good running partnership with them. Good, good. Um, and the same thing. So if, if there are community partners that want to support them, it's just the same. Absolutely. Reach out to myself school. or uh, uh, Wanda Kotick or Joe MacArthur. Uh, you can call the school. If you so desire, um, Eric, Dr. Erica Foster is the principal, and their superintendent is Dr. Eddie Ruiz. Um, two really good quality people, and we look to, forward to supporting them as they go down this journey. Right, right. Great. Um, anything else? We've got a few minutes left. Anything else uh, you want to add? Um, you know, I, I talked to you a little bit about the priorities, and I think we'll end up with a really good I believe wholeheartedly we will have a good start to school. Um, but one of the things I would like to make sure that our listeners know and that the individuals in our community know, the first couple of weeks we would ask for patience. Mm -hmm. um, you can rest assured that we will not leave the, the main office until we get an all clear on our students arriving to campus safely. And then we won't leave in the evenings until we get an all clear to home safely. Um, when we start with our orientations, I think it would be critical if, if you as a parent can attend those orientations um, because when we get to the first day of school and we have the car rider lines and we have the buses showing up, we want to be certain that your child knows exactly where to go. Uh, who their homeroom teacher is, who their kindergarten teacher may be, uh, that they're ready, they feel like they've already had their first day of school during those orientations because it'll only make things better. Um, also being engaged, you, you mentioned that word. Um, when I think about what our community could do to help us, another acronym uh, <laughs> that us educators love acronyms. Right. IEP, which in education means individualized educational plan. Here it means, or what I'm trying to communicate to our community, is inspire, encourage, and participate. Mm. All of us can do that. When you're standing in the grocery store line and you hear perhaps a negative comment about one of your local public schools, say, hey, you know, what we need to do is support right. our local schools. 
you never know what may be going on. Let's make sure that we're supportive, ask the right questions, and get the appropriate answers. It may not always be the answer that you want, but it will be the truth. Encouraging. You know, when I say we have 38,000 students, we really have about 40,000 mm-hmm. because the voucher students are included uh, as our students. Right. And uh, a, lot of, a lot of parents who have the right to do so and the opportunity are taking advantage of that. So we're really approaching around 40,300 students. Be encouraging to all of them. Um, I can remember growing up, the people that encouraged me mm-hmm. in a positive fashion, and that's critical in a young person, uh, young person's development. And then participating, um, like I said earlier, you can't all, maybe you're a parent that's having to work two jobs or sometimes three jobs. So you can't always be involved, but you can always be supportive. Right. Uh, talking to your kids at home, uh, taking them to the grocery store with you. It's an educational experience. Um, talking about the prices of items and being able to add them up. And then, oh yeah, there's that 7% tax. Um, Participating, uh, being supportive, being encouraging, and being inspirational will take us a long, long way. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, to your point, it's not always possible for parents to to come to events or, or you know be there. But you know, as long as they're encouraging their their kids and their students to you know be there, uh, stay engaged, and uh, supporting them, that's that's really half the battle right there. A- absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, Keith, I really appreciate you coming in. I mean, back to school is, is such an important time. It, it is a crazy time. And, um, you know, just appreciate your leadership. And uh, it sounds like you're ready for the start of a positive year. And uh, like I said, you know, we want to uh, support you and, and uh, be there as the business community to uh, engage, uh, inspire, and 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 participate. So uh, you made an A, Todd. I get, I get <laughs> yes, yes. It's been a while since test. I got one. So <laughs> no, really appreciate you coming in, and uh, looking forward to the, the start of the school year. Thank you, Todd. Yes, it's been a pleasure having you on for sure. Uh, if you're just now tuning in, you're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. It's the Pensacola Expert Panel. It is the Chamber Connection. I have Todd Thompson, President and CEO of the Greater Pensacola Chamber of Commerce. You can find out more information at PensacolaChamber.com. I also have Keith Leonard, the Superintendent of Schools. It's been a pleasure talking to him this morning. Uh, it's all about back to school. Um, real quick, we have a couple more minutes. Um, as from a parent's perspective, how do we address safety concerns? Are there some things that in place any changes this year about safety concerns uh, people entering the school after school started yes and i appreciate you asking that question um i don't know if you've ever received a school messenger call out Mm -hmm. from from our campus but uh one of our campuses that from time to time we've had to do that there's a new law that requires that to be in plain language so if there's a gas leak uh, near the campus and we're having to secure the students, you'll, you'll hear it in very plain language, which should be beneficial to our parents. Uh, when you do get one of those calls, don't panic. We're going to take care of your child. We're going to take care of all of our students. Um, just the last week, we went through new safety care training, um, whether it was a fire drill, uh, bus evacuation drill, uh, intruder on campus. So all of our administration and uh, school leaders went through that training last week. Um, the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Commission has made certain that we're going to con- conduct those drills at least twice a year, and then some drills have to be once a month. Um, 
so that is new and you will see that occurring on all of our campuses once again that's another place where we would need our parents to have patience Mm -hmm. and they need to know that we're credible and that we're going to do the things that we need to do to keep their children safe thank you so much for your time it's been a pleasure thank you todd Thank Thank you for bringing Keith on today. We really enjoyed it. Coming up, we have a Fox News update followed by a local news update in our newsroom. And don't miss.